We all wait in silence. Nim raises his head and looks at each of us, settling on me. King Ingram has returned. My father is with him now. I don't know what any of this means yet. I'm sorry. He moves toward his bedroom, and by the heaviness of his steps, I can suspect what the answer will be. But still I have to ask. Was Celeste with him? He pauses, his back to me. No, he says. My father told me only that the king has brought a special visitor, but it isn't her. He takes a deep breath, and his voice is so tight I think he may be fighting tears. I doubt my father will be back tonight. You might as well all go to bed. He can't get away from us fast enough. Pen is standing by the couch, Thomas at her side. She's staring worriedly after Nimble, though, and she doesn't hear Thomas until the third or fourth time he said her name. Pen. She flinches, startled. We'll know more tomorrow, surely, Basil says. The hotel falls into its nightly silence. I soak in the tub long after everyone else has gone to bed. The mornings in this place can be so noisy, with the Piper children running about, shrieking with laughter as they play their games, most of which involve explosions, and footsteps going this way and that, and voices and silverware on plates. But the nights are still. I can feel everyone's silence just as surely as I can hear their voices during the day. Someone knocks at the door. Morgan? Penn's voice. Are you all right? You've been in there forever. I thought you were in bed, I say. I couldn't sleep, and I wanted to make sure you hadn't drowned. I'll be out in a minute. The water's gone cold anyway. I wring out my wet hair, dry off, and slip into my nightgown. When I open the door, Pen is waiting in the hallway holding a lantern. Its orange glow picks up the bags under her eyes, and I can see all at once how troubled she's been, despite her best efforts to conceal it. I'm not tired, she whispers. Are you? No, I say, although it's a lie. I will stay awake all night if there's a chance she'll finally be honest with me. She is much more likely to reveal her secrets at night, when the sleeping world will be undisturbed by her whispering voice. She smiles. Do you want to go for a midnight walk? We don't bother with our shoes. We tiptoe barefoot down the steps and through the front door. Unlike earlier, the night's wind is mellow and warm. The moon outshines our lantern, nearly full and bright white. As soon as we've stepped into the grass, I can feel the cool earth under my feet, astoundingly like the ground back home. Pen moves forward, and when I don't follow, she turns to face me. Aren't you coming? I wriggle my bare toes in the grass and stare down at it. I have never seen the heaps of soil being flown down from internment, I've only heard about it from Nim. I imagine internment filled with craters so wide that you could look through them and see the ground below. I was just thinking about home, 
I say, about what King Ingram is going to tell us, if he plans to tell us anything at all. Penn takes my hand, leads me away from the hotel. Come on, there's something I want to show you. She leads me to the amusement park, and I climb the fence after her without question, happy to see whatever it is she wants to show me. Maybe it will be something other than tonic this time. Maybe it will give me some insight into this distance she's built between herself and everyone else in this world. I expect her to lead me to the telescopes. That's where I find her sometimes. But instead, she leads me to the giant teacups, sitting inanimate in the moonlight. She is still clutching the lantern when she kneels beside one of the saucers, chipped but still bright green, and reaches beneath it.